You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. The people of the United States took part in one of the most important privileges of democracy this week. We voted. I'd like to give you some numbers and stats telling you just how many people voted, how many voted this year early with mail-in ballots, and what the outcome of the election is. But the inconsistency found in the variety of results that each news source reports makes it difficult for anyone to know what's actually happening. What we do know is that the elections took place on November 3rd and Biden is in the lead, looking like he might be our next president. However, it seems there's close to half of the population looking to find out what really happened with this year's election. Pennsylvania ruled to count and include ballots that are late, arriving up to three days after November 3rd, something that's never been done before in the United States history. Also, according to the law, members from both parties should be able to observe the ballots as they go through the counting process. Rudy Giuliani, Trump's lawyer, claims that Republican observers are kept up to 30 feet away from the ballots, though. And in Pennsylvania, they are not allowed to reinforce proper protocol when it comes to counting the number of votes. Arizona, Wisconsin, and Nevada are also in question, he says, implying that when a political party owns the media like the Democrats do, there is sure to be corruption. These, among many other questionable disputes, are the reasons President Trump has decided to take Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia to court, asking for a temporary halt in Michigan and Pennsylvania until there is access to review ballots that have already been counted. Coming from the other side, Joe Biden's campaign spokesman Andrew Bates says Trump's decision to bring these legal challenges is not the behavior of a winning campaign, though. There is disappointment in Trump as he has, quote, declined to commit to a peaceful transfer of power, unquote. And the media says this is just continuing the unrest they say he has created since George Floyd's death and the beginning of COVID-19. Looking back, 1878 marked the beginning of the progressive era where people in the United States, mainly farmers, formed the People's Party, also known as the Populists. An idea that was eventually adopted by each state that began during this time was that of initiatives and referendums being added to the ballots. This gives direct access to the citizens themselves to have a part in deciding certain legislation and whether or not amendments should change states' constitutions. This year's ballots included many opportunities for citizens of individual states to vote on a variety of tax issues and redistricting plans, but those aren't as interesting as some of the following issues found on each state's ballot. For instance, Alabama, Florida, and Colorado voted to require citizenship in order to vote. Unfortunately, Colorado also voted to keep late-term abortion legal, but Louisiana voted to amend their constitution to say abortion isn't included as a constitutional right. What is defined as a constitutional right, though, because of the results on Tuesday, is the favorite pastime of fishing and hunting in Utah. Utah will be busy with changes as they've also voted to remove gendered language from their constitution, replacing it with gender-neutral language, and they will no longer allow slavery and involuntary servitude to be a punishment for those convicted of a crime. 
Kentucky voted to give crime victims more rights in court, and Nevada voted to allow same-sex marriage. In a desperate attempt to lower property taxes, Nebraskans voted to allow casino gambling, and on the East Coast, Rhode Island's full name will no longer be the state of Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations, as voters moved to cut the words Providence Plantations, since they point to racism. Small amounts of hard drugs are now legal in Oregon as it became the first state in the nation to decriminalize possession. Selling and manufacturing will still be illegal, though. In Washington, the citizens voted to mandate comprehensive sexual health education for grades K through 12. Young children will start out learning about social-emotional skills and how to form friendships before moving on to the topic of sex. Arizona, New Jersey, South Dakota, and Montana legalized marijuana, and Mississippi will now have a new flag to take the place of the previous Confederate-themed flag. Californians voted no to end the diversity ban, also known as the affirmative action, and Massachusetts now has the, quote, right to repair, unquote, for vehicles with telematics systems. What does this mean? Well, when someone buys a car, although they own the vehicle, they don't own the data that is necessary for the new cars to run. This makes it difficult for car owners to repair the cars they've bought, but it ensures continued business for the automakers. The citizens of Massachusetts, however, now have the right to repair, causing automakers to give car owners access to the data. And there you have it, a quick overview of the changes coming to a state near you. In Michigan this week, restaurants and bars will now have to record each customer's name and phone number in order to make tracing easier if there is a case of COVID. Businesses who violate the new order given by the Department of Health and Human Services will be fined up to $1,000 and can also have their operator's business license taken from them. Infractions will be considered as misdemeanors deserving of a $200 fine or up to six months in prison. As we wait for the final election results to come in, let's look at the definition of democracy according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It says that democracy is, quote, a government in which the supreme power is vested in the people and exercised by them directly or indirectly through a system or representation usually involving periodically held free elections, unquote. While thankful for the ability to vote this week, and regardless of who comes out with the win, the process in which the elections were managed this year seems to lack transparency and clarity. Instead of waiting four years to address this issue again, let's be alert, taking actions now to protect the democracy that should define the government of the United States of America. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Fuse. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.